Okay, welcome everyone to the very first episode of Enterprise Capital Investors Podcast, where we discuss how to buy cash-flowing uh, real estate assets. I'm your host, Brock Norton, and today I have on the podcast Nick Amaluxen. Am I saying that right, Nick? Nailed it. Nailed it? Okay, Nailed awesome. So Nick is the principal and managing partner of Amaluxen Investments. He's an active real estate investor with real estate holdings in multiple states. Uh, he hosts a monthly meeting in Austin for those who are interested in commercial multifamily investing. And he prides himself on building strong relationships through great service. And he's originally from Denver and Nick lives, has lived in Austin since 2014 with his wife, Sarah, and two kids. Nick, welcome to the show. Hey, happy to be here. Thanks for having me on. Awesome. I'm glad you're here. Uh, so before we get started, we're going to start tracking how many units total our guests have. So can you share with our audience how many, how many units you got? Yeah, so I'm up to 67 closed units. Okay, yeah. awesome. We're hoping to close on another 71 in the beginning of September. Okay. That's amazing. At the beginning of September, so next yeah. week or yeah. a couple weeks. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You're rocking and rolling. That's awesome. Okay. So that's September of 2019. All right. Um, so just if you would, just tell us a little bit about your background, maybe a little bit about your family upbringing. Sure. Uh, yeah. So uh, born and raised in Denver, Colorado. That's where I met my wife. Um, I was going to school to be a mechanical engineer and then I decided that's not what I wanted. So I transitioned a little bit and then I ended up working for Volkswagen and Audi for about 11 years actually. Um, but have, halfway through that, I realized that that was a horrible career long term. Uh, it's very hard on your, on your body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so decided to start looking into investing, which uh, first I started with stocks, which ended up horribly. And then I hmm. made my way to real estate. And that's kind of how I got to where I am now. So did, did you have friends or family or you just read an article online or what, how, how'd you get there? Yeah, that's a really good question. I honestly don't remember what sparked my interest. I remember, and I'm going to date myself a little bit, um, 2008 when I was graduating high school okay yeah and I had to, I was in a business class and I had to do a like a business plan and for some reason my plan was flipping houses hmm. uh, building a house flipping company I have no idea where I got that from but I just remember from then on I was always kind of interested in real estate and seeing you know what I could do with it yeah and you you never actually flipped any houses no actually I did absolutely nothing with it which <laughs> you know Nowadays in Denver would have been a, a, a good heck, idea. Yeah. Heck of an idea. But, yeah. Yeah. That's great. So just straight into multifamily, you, you picked up 67 closed units and another 71, or did you start with a single family, a duplex? Like, yeah, I, uh, I kind of fell into it. Honestly, we bought our, our single family, not intending for it to be a rental. Mm -hmm. um, but that was at the same time that I got burned uh, stock investing I just started listening to bigger pockets and we decided, okay, real estate makes a little bit more sense. We have a little bit more control. Yeah. And uh, went with that. And so we bought our duplex. Um, we 
house hacked and then another single family and then we were looking to transition to something larger and that's uh when we started looking at multifamily. awesome yeah. that's awesome um so did so started with a house hack duplex right and then a single family yeah. And then transition straight from single family to multifamily. Yes. And so what, what was your reason for choosing the multifamily niche? I mean, there's obviously wholesaling and flipping and single family duplexes. Sure. A lot of it was I decided I wanted to be more active in real estate. I'd kind of been almost passive in it at that point. I was just kind of saving up enough uh, each year to buy a property. And I really wanted to, go a little bit faster than that yeah and then I started thinking you know what would I what would that look like what would I need you know you need to find great deals you need to build great teams you need to start getting people to you know invest um, or partner with and that all seemed like a lot of work to do for a single flip or for a single family or a duplex so I, I knew I was going to start transitioning into bigger deals at first I thought I was going to do 10 unit 12 unit um which actually I did. I did a 12 unit in Atlanta with a small group of people. Um, but and were you a pass investor, uh, passive investor on the 12 unit or? Not, not technically. Uh, there was a bunch of us in the deal and we all have our, our roles, um, but it's not very active okay. on that one. Uh, but it was a good, it was a good experience and I met some you know wonderful people and um, you know, it's still a, a pretty good asset to be invested in. Yeah. In Atlanta, for sure. Mm-hmm. Place is blown up. That's awesome. Um, so next question is, how have you or how would you invite people to learn about an investment opportunity as a passive investor? Sure. Um, well, one thing I do is I, I run a monthly meetup, right. um, which has been you know fantastic for meeting people, both active and passive. Um, I've... I would recommend that either start going to those meetups or start your own. It really helps find people who are interested in, in multifamily real estate. Okay. And so that's where you found your money partners and active partners, or are you finding them through friends of family or bigger pockets or. Sure. So most of my partners actually have been found through a, a community that I'm part of the, the Jake and Gino community. Right. Yep. Um, which I recommend to anybody starting out in, in multifamily investing, get a good mentor and coach. I know you can do it without it, but it definitely helps you go further faster with it. Yeah. Uh, and that's where I actually met the partners on the, the 12 unit in Atlanta. And then my Austin deals, I met my partner actually through uh, bigger pockets. Okay. Yeah. Great. Awesome. All right. Um, so, up to this point, what would you say has been your biggest challenge uh, so far and why? Sure. I think for anybody starting out at, well, I shouldn't say for anybody, but for me starting out, it was getting out of my own head and mm-hmm. just, you know, actually doing the work. I mean, a lot of it is you have to have some knowledge and, and a basis, but if you're not getting out there and actually doing the steps that you need to do, just not going to be successful. So yeah. just kind of get out of your own way and go do it. Yeah. At a certain point, I think what happens and what's happening with me, I think is uh, you can only read so many 
books and blog posts and listen to so many podcasts before eventually you just got to dive in and just take the leap. Right. Uh, yeah. What do you think of, of that? No, I, I agree. You know, hundred percent for a long time when I was investing in single families, um, that's all I did was read books and blog posts and listen to every bigger pockets podcast. And, um, and just didn't use any of the advice or you know, teaching us. It just, yeah. kinda, it was all there. And now that I'm actually active and out doing it, I'm, I'm going back through all the books I read and actually taking actual advice and put it in and implementing it, but just reading it, you know, doesn't, doesn't help you. So was the switch for you when you joined the Jake and Gino community and had a coach that said, go do this? Or when, when did you start taking action? What, what happened? Yeah, it was, it was about that time. Honestly, I was very skeptical. Um, up to then I was very anti pay for coaching kind of deal. Yeah. Um, but I went to their live event and I remember they had a guy on stage. Uh, I think his name was Abraham. Uh, and he was very, very young. I mean, I'm not old, but he was much younger than me. And he had just done like a 60 unit. And I was like, well, hmm. you know, what, what's holding me back? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was kind of the switch. Like, just <laughs> this guy could it. do it. I could do it. Yeah. 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 yeah okay. He's a smart guy. I don't mean anything like that, but it's, you know, he has all the obstacles that I have, you know, young, inexperienced. And then he just went out and did it. So why can't I? Yeah. Was he uh, a trust fund baby? Have tons of money? How about you? <laughs> uh, no, no, I was uh, unlucky enough uh, to be a trust fund baby, but lucky enough to have wonderful parents. Yeah, yeah. Well, and so I think you, you make a good point. I know many other podcasts make the same point. It's not necessarily about the experience or the age or even the money. It, a lot of it comes down to just taking action and getting that education so that you can help people who perhaps have the money that maybe you don't have to take down a deal and, and start investing. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Um, that's pretty great. So of the deals that you've done so far, what's, what's been your favorite deal and, and why? Uh, the deal we did in Austin has been my favorite. And I think that's just because I, was able to find the deal to give him under contract and kind of just kind of spearheaded that, which was, um, I mean, my partner was excellent and very helpful throughout the, the whole process, but it was nice to, you know, get out there and like we've talked about, just get out there and actually do it. It was, yeah. uh, and it's in my, you know, the city where I live, which I enjoy because I can, you know, have a little bit more input. Yeah. Okay. Um, so your Austin deal. So next five years, where 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 do you see yourself in five years? What are your plans? Oh well, honestly, um, now that I'm transitioning to this full time, I just want to continue to to stabilize the deals we're closing in Austin, and then continue to grow the portfolio and see how big we can get. Okay. So the seventy one units that you're looking to close at the beginning of September, that's also in Austin. Mm -hmm. So I have a question. Um, Austin is known as a high growth area and low cap rates. And so how are you making that work? How do you go from, I'm working just so people know, Nick has put in his two week notice at, uh, at a car dealership, right? Yep. Maintenance shop. Yep. And you're making it work in this environment with high prices 
And so how are you doing that? How are you finding your deals? How are, are they cash flowing even though the cap rates are compressed? Um, can you talk to, to a little bit about that? Sure. Um, well, I was, however you want to view it, lucky or unlucky enough to not have the time really to go outside of my immediate area. Uh-huh. So Austin was the market I'm in, and that was kind of where I decided to spend my focus. Um, and it's where I'm cutting my teeth, which, uh, you know, I just kind of learned you take what the market gives you. We're, we are still buying cash flowing properties day one, and, you know, we see tremendous upside. I think you just have to look at a bunch of deals and then pick the one that, that works. Okay. It's, I mean, it's just, it's just a numbers game. Yeah. So you're, you're talking to brokers, you're looking at things that come up on the MLS. Is everything off market? Um, the 71 unit we are doing was off market. Um, okay. That was brought to us by a broker. Uh, but most deals, at least that we've looked at, have been just through broker relationships. And honestly, they, in my opinion, they put in most of the time building these relationships and it's, I, I like to leverage you know, their time and credibility. Yeah. So heavy value add where rents are severely under market and lots of deferred maintenance or what, what's the typical picture of the properties you're investing in? Yeah. I mean, we'll, we kind of prioritize value add uh, deals, especially in a low cap environment. It's where you make um, a lot of your money. Yeah. So our first deal is kind of a heavier value add. You know, there was some deferred maintenance, some things wrong with the property that doesn't initially transition into a return. Uh, but primarily <clears throat> like the 71 unit we're doing, uh, we just look for properties that have good bones, but are slightly outdated and we can, you know, put our money where it, you know, it benefits the property and benefits us. Awesome. Okay. So just a quick recap and then we'll move on to the lightning round. Um, Nick is started with the duplex and into a single family home, uh, did a 12 unit and has so far closed on 67 units soon to be an additional 71. So what's that? 138 mm -hmm. total at the beginning of September. Uh, didn't come from money, just worked hard, uh, ran a lot of numbers, looked at a lot of deals. Uh, he knew in investing in, in the multifamily would allow him to scale up. Uh, he also talked about how you just got to get out of your own head. <laughs> and uh, education and coaching will make you go further faster. And I, I couldn't agree more. Sometimes we're hesitant to invest in things outside of college tuition, but um, it, it seems to help in the long run, and I, I, I couldn't agree more. So, awesome. That, that about sum it up? Yeah, you did a great job. Great job. Uh, so, on to the lightning round. Uh, what would you say is your favorite book? Oh, man, that's hard. I read a lot. Do you? Um, yeah. I'll say the recent book that I've listened to a couple of times now is uh, Shoe Dog. Uh, okay. The yeah. Phil Knight, uh, Nike. Yeah. I love that book. I've listened to it um, on Audible as well. It's, uh, it's just fantastic. Such a great story. I've I've heard that, and I need to just take the plunge and, and read it. Oh yeah, I highly recommend it. All right. What what project are you excited about right now? Um, well, I'm excited about that 71 unit closing because that's been a bit of a battle, and then uh, we're looking at a few 
today that I think we're going to move on. So, but I would say the most excited is the 71 just because we're so close to the finish line. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. All right. Um, so I, one question I have is what is one thing our guests can do this, our, our audience, excuse me, not our guests, but our audience can do this week to move them closer to their investing in a cash flowing real estate. Yeah, I would say for me, it, everything started to change when I got out there and started meeting people. So I would probably recommend you find local meetups or groups that you can you can join and go out there and start meeting people, not only in your industry that you're interested in, but you know, investing in your area. Go from there. Yeah. So if people aren't aware, there's a website called meetup.com. And there are often several real estate meetups that cover anything from wholesaling to multifamily and everything in between. Uh, so I would definitely check that out if you haven't already. And Nick, uh, last question for you. Where should people go if they'd like to reach out to you and talk with you, learn what you're doing? Yeah. So I can be reached uh, email at nick at amalexinvestments.com. Okay. And also I have a website, amalexinvestments.com. And I'm pretty much on every social media under Nicholas Amalexin, and there's not a lot of us. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm the only one. Okay. Uh, so, cool. Yeah. Well, Nick, uh, thanks so much for, again, for coming on. It's been really fun to learn from you, get to know a little bit more about you and your story. And uh, to our listeners, it'd be really helpful to uh, help us learn and improve if you could go and leave a review for us on iTunes. And just want to say thanks for tuning in and go out there and make it happen. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was great. Okay, Nick, thanks so much. Talk to you soon. All right. Talk to See you later. ya. Bye.